At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, greetings. Welcome inside Hour 2 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. As uh, right now, if you have the heat and you're getting 30, 
You're a little nervous. Uh, minute 23 left to go. There has not been a lot of drama in this game unless yeah. you were in-game gambling. Yeah, but your guy Stauskas just had to go to the locker room. I know. I, I cursed the guy. I said, hey, when Stauskas You said, hey, in, when he gets in. <laughs> you know, it's over. And now he just limped to the locker room. <laughs> Uh, oh, my guy. Oh, man. Uh, it is 127 to 100 with 52 seconds left to go. This game has been over for quite a long time. The Celtics with a 25-point lead at halftime, and the Heat never really threatened. They got within 19 a couple of times, but that was it. Jason Tatum's going to finish the game with 27 points to lead the way for the Celtics. Meanwhile, Marcus Smart, 24 12 assists, 9 rebounds, 3 steals. He and Jalen Brown with 24 points apiece. And, you know, we talked last hour about the uh, the comeback and coming back of Marcus Smart and Al Horford and what that meant for the Celtics. But when you and I both picked Miami, uh, both picked the Celtics to beat Miami, you know, many things we talked about are starting to lay itself out here for this for this series. And one thing we had a big discussion about was, yeah, the Celtics, the, figuring out your team, when you have a lot of talent is always the last bit, the last bit to turn to say, okay, now we're a finished product. Now we know who we are. And for the longest time, as Jason Tatum was ascending, the Celtics had a lot of talent, right? Marcus Smart was there, Jalen Brown. You had to let these young guys come up. And were they going to be carried by potentially by Kemba Walker or maybe Gordon Hayward is all this stuff. Kyrie Irving. Slowly, Kyrie <laughs> Irving. <laughs> I like what you did there, buddy. And slowly those guys, they started to pail off and or, or, or pair off, and this is what we have now. and We have the best version of the Celtics that we've had the past six years. It's Jason Tatum driven, but we told you this series, this is where you watch out for the next two guys. And in the Celtics pyramid, Jason Tatum's at the top, then the next level, if this is a Celtics were a pyramid, right? If they if they were if they were a Ponzi scheme, right? Jason Tatum's at the top. All the money is funneled to Jason Tatum. Then the level below him is Smart and Jalen Brown, and these are the guys that you need to play like those players if you're going to win because the Heat don't quite have that firepower. They have a tough time scoring as we we see over the course of this game. And here's Smart and Jalen Brown with 24 points apiece. That opens things up for guys like Williams and Pritchard off the bench. And you know, look, Horford had a really good game. In 33 minutes of playing as well. This makes it all happen. This this is how I, I saw this happening for the Celtics and everything that didn't happen in game one because you're missing smart. Uh, this all happened in game two. I am really concerned right now if I'm the Heat where I win game one, but I win because two of the starting five, the guys that play 75 minutes a game are out, and in game two when they're back, we get boat race at home by 25. I'm really, really – this is not where if I'm Eric Spolster, I can say, hey, you know, it's 1-1, we're going back, we got to get one, they got one in our place. Now, not all 1-1 or 2-0s are built the same, and this is a really bad build for the Miami Heat right now. Well, congratulations to Derek White. He had to miss tonight's game because he was going uh, back for the uh, birth of his child. So a guy that played, what, 29 minutes in game one uh, wasn't there even if they were to have needed uh, any of those extra minutes. But they get the fortuitous turn in that both smart and his, uh, that hair is amazing. I'm, I'm going to get some green streaks up in my hair. Uh, and getting Al Horford back, absolutely huge in this one. Horford didn't do a lot in terms of box score dominance, uh, just 10-3-3, three three, but played 33 minutes with Marcus Smart. 
just like with Steph Curry last night in that Warriors Mavs game. He's your leading. Uh, he's he's at uh, the leading rebounder. He's tied uh, with Bam Adebayo. Uh, they both had nine rebounds, but he also had twenty four and twelve assists plus. 31 on the night. Just an absolute monster effort from him on both ends of the court. And you just look at that identity so much different. And Grant Williams with another huge game off the bench. 19 points plus 37. 37. Exactly. Shut up. Yeah, 5 of 7 from the field, 7 of 8 from the foul line. So a huge night for him. So it's tied. The Heat lose their first playoff game at home. Uh, the Celtics coming off a loss. They have another win. I think that's 4-0 that they are, I think is what the uh, beautiful graphics people told me uh, as they were signing off. But it's all about identity. And, and look, for the Heat, this is one they were able to pretty early just say, all right, we gave it a, a good shot to start the third quarter. We got it down to whatever it was, 17 or 16, very briefly. And then it surged right back out to 30. So... To hell with it. Throw the towel, get through unscathed, and get ready for a five-game war. I mean, that that's really all you can say because you got two teams that are going to battle each other all the way through because the Heat, quietly, where they – I mean, they were 53-29. and 29. We didn't talk about them a lot during the regular season because it was, all right, let's see what they do come playoffs. Do they have that playoff medal once again? And, well, now they got drubbed at home. Anytime you have, like, empty seats and there's nobody there, including any celebrities that might have come to the game, they were all gone with like seven minutes left. You got literally run out of the gym. Uh, that's enough humbling uh, experience that Spolstra will just wave at the guys and go, yeah, you like that? All right, well, now let's get back to work. <laughs> Twitter at How About a Fresca Mike at Swollen Dome The Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon uh, Tonight's show brought to you by Discover If you're a valued customer You deserve a simple gesture of appreciation From your credit card company And that's why Discover matches all the cash back You've earned the end of your first year Discover exceptionally common sense Learn more at discover.com slash match Limitations they do apply So we'll have more on this game Coming up in about 15 minutes Got a special guest to stop by breaking down what we saw tonight in the playoffs, what we could see tomorrow in game two. Maybe Luca will be drinking more beer before the game. You know, it was going to happen. Uh, but speaking of speaking of drinking beer, at least you and I did not. That's why I make the big money, Mike Harmon. That was uh, good. Day one of the PGA Championship was today. And there are many big stories we could talk about here. There's Tiger Woods, who started out well and did not finish well. There's Phil Mickelson, whose absence hangs over the PGA Championship. And then there's the day that was for former PGA champion John Daly. John Daly, who rocketed to fame by winning the PGA championship back in the 90s, and then has become everybody's favorite party golfer over the course of the past two and a half decades. Will Brinson, who covers uh, the NFL and other sports for CBS, uh, followed John Daly over 18 holes of golf today. All right, first round of the PGA Championship, Daly played. And he put out a tweet that, this is my favorite tweet of the day, easy. The final tally of literally everything John Daly put into his body over a full 18 holes. Okay, this is what they did. Final tally. Follow John Daly, every day, follow him for the day. This is what he put into his body over a full 18 holes. Number one, 21 cigarettes. (laughs) 
Yeah. Get those lung cigarettes. darts going. You think you're 21. hitting straight down the fairway? No. It's lung darts. That's that's more than one hole. I mean, that's it's not even that's not even one that's more than one. That's like I finish a couple of where I finish in the middle of a uh, of of this hole and I got going to going to spark right up and <laughs> take this one well, into the next no, did one. Did he have the extra one because of uh, a sweet glorious uh turn on that particular hole? Or was it because it was more stressful and it took the extra shot? Oh, I don't, I don't, I, I think if you're smoking 21 cigarettes, it doesn't matter what the whole thing you're is. Just, it makes no difference. <laughs> you're just, you're just, I think he probably could have been watching Doctor Strange. He would have gone through 21 cigarettes. Nicely done. That probably would have happened that way. Um, the other thing, and now this is something that I could give him a run for this. I really could. The cigarettes, forget it. I mean, I would take one puff and just start gacking. Forget it. Uh, that's one thing I'm glad I never did. I never, I never took to smoking. I'm so yeah, glad. My I parents did when oh. I was growing up, so everything we owned smelled like smoke. Uh, I just can't believe people actually smoke anymore. Like when, like the other day, I know we a lot of people to, that do actually, right? But, but, people, no, but, but people who now vape, right? Like, like most people vape now. They do something else. That's we'll quote, you know, a healthier version of it. But like the other day, Pam and I went out to lunch and and we ate outside. And one of the one of the people who works at one of the restaurants, it was like one of those uh, strip malls where there there was a Chipotle, right, and a Jersey Mike's, and all these there. And somebody came out of the back for a break and just had a cigarette, and you could smell the smoke a little bit. And it was weird, and we were sitting there going. Man, I can't believe people just smoke cigarettes anymore. It's it's just such a foreign thing now. And and you know, you go back to the '90s when you were going out to bars and you came home every night and your clothes smelled like smoke wherever you went. And as you said, you know, your parents' house, everything smelling like smoke. I'm just surprised people people smoke this much. That they still smoke cigarettes. It's not all vaping and different things and different things. Just just a weird thing. I see 21 cigarettes. 21 cigarettes. Well, I know a lot of a lot of folks our age have picked up you know cigar smoking to a whole other level. Yeah, my dad did that. My dad segued to cigars after a while. He did. For a while, I was doing um, some fantasy, you know, when when money was flowing, right? And everybody wanted to have, you know, some loudmouth come in and talk to their buddies and prospective financial clients or whatever. I did a bunch of those. And at one point on the East Coast, the the trend was cigar bars, and I stopped taking, taking those. They okay. paid pretty well, but I felt like trash for like four days after. Because it's just a bunch of guys smoking. Like, <laughs> like, can we go? Can we go back out there? There's more ventilation. Gonna, like, gonna no, sit here. we're gonna smoke right here. Like, I don't wanna. Uh, now, here's where I could give him a run, and I could still give him a run right now. 18 holes of golf. He had 12 diet cokes. 12 diet cokes. That's a diet coke. Almost a little more than every, every other hole. hole. Yeah. I think if I wanted to, I could. It would be hard. Like, I couldn't do it like, hey, I could do this standing on my head. No, no. But if I wanted to, I think I could do the 12 Diet Cokes. Do you I, get the, I, do I you give get, a run Is there that. a place where you can go get a pee break? I'm sure. Well, yeah, he has to be able to, man. I mean, come on. you got to have two Either Diet Cokes. Either that or, or I mean, you, you're wearing one of those cool, uh, you know, things to, you know, troll, troll around so you don't have to leave a, an outdoor concert and stuff. Oh, oh, one of one of those, you, and you take it with you. Oh, yeah. maybe no, no, no. I think look, wait, PGA Championship. I think you can uh, whether you're playing or a practice round, whatever it is. I, I think you can find a bathroom pretty easy. I don't. I don't think it's like gotta hold it. If you don't go with the turn, you better find some area somewhere on the side where the grass is tall because you're not gonna have <laughs> you're not gonna have an area to go for a while. You better go. Um, no, I think you have to find that, and I think I think you're okay with it. But twelve diet cokes, I could give him a run for that. That's pretty I impressive. Give him a run. I give him a run. And then the last two things, 
Six packs of peanut M&M's. <laughs> Six packs. If I like peanut M&M's, I could do it. I just don't like the peanut M&M's. I eat the regular M&M's. So that would be tough. Because there's also not that many peanuts in a pack of M&M's. It's yeah, I mean, how big a pack are we talking? Are yeah, we talking I mean, a share pack? Are we talking a small pack? What are we yeah, doing? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I can't believe it's a bit. Well, I don't know. But I, it's still, it's not as many as you think. It's like maybe eating a, a bowl of M&M's. And the last thing is 0. 0.0 ounces of water. You didn't have any water at all. No, <laughs> no water. He had everything else. 21 cigarettes, 12 Diet Cokes, six packs of peanut M&Ms, no water. When I was in my 20s, I could do something like that for eight t- with no water. But now, no way, man. I feel so self-conscious. I got to have water. I got to keep going. I gotta, I'd have to drink some kind of water, you know, at least, you know, 20, 30 ounces of water on the, you know, on the, <laughs> the course of the day playing. No water yet. No That's water. That's just insane. <laughs> I mean, good for him, I guess. That is, I, I don't know how your body runs, but, but good on you. I, I'm trying to remember what it was. There was a uh, clapback the other day about, you know, beer and water, and I think it was a Coors thing that, uh, hey, we, we serve water the old-fashioned way uh, instead, instead of the beer. So we've got that kind of flow in here. Uh, but, yeah, John Daly. I don't know that you want to emulate this, folks. This is uh, for entertainment purposes No, you definitely don't. No, you don't want to. You don't want to do that. Because I know his kids got the deal with Hooters. Yeah, yep, yep. So you got that going, a little name, image, likeness kind of thing, otherwise known as a sponsorship Mm -hmm. and partnership. Uh, But for John Daly, hey – I, I don't. I don't. I think you'd rather be known for some some long drives and and a couple of winning holes of golf, uh, more so than the pants that you're wearing and the lung darts. But you know, either way, good on you. I mean, that is a that is a round for the ages, and I can't wait to see all the weekend warriors that try to to emulate this activity and and at him going, hey John, what do you think of this? I tried. I tried the John Daly round. I couldn't make it, man. The cigarettes got me. Second hole, I couldn't do it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. That's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match limitations. They do apply. Well, we just watched an absolute butt whipping. The Celtics smoke the heat in game two a game that was never close 127 102 is the final uh is this more than just a one victory for the boston celtics joining us now on the hotline nba writer and insider for nba.com covering the playoffs longtime friend of the show and very soon to be interviewed to be the lakers next head coach it is mark medina you can follow him on twitter at mark g underscore medina mark whenever you're ready i can write a letter for you uh, some kind of reference and you know get you up there because i'd like to see you get the gig nice what what is uh what's going to be your sales pitch to uh, rob palenka when i come in for my interview he knows exactly what to do with russell westbrook oh <laughs> you know what i would do with russell westbrook not play him at all zero hey. minutes Therefore, boom there you I'm go man you got the he would gig. have the fewest turnovers of his career <laughs> I think you just got the job. Love I think it. you just got the job. Love not, it. We going to play him? No. We going <laughs> to trade him? No. What are we going to do? We're just going to sit him. <laughs> and here's the thing. Not only would he be sat, he wouldn't even be on the bench because I know that he would cause a whole ruckus stewing that he's not playing. He'd just stay in the locker room. 
Oh, there, let's see. Lakers head coach Mark Medina had this to say following the loss tonight. Now it kind of rolls off the tongue a little bit. I like he it. He solves problems. That's that's yeah. why we have Mark on. Absolutely. <laughs> nice work. Love it. Hey, hey run the two-man game with these guys named LeBron James, Anthony Davis. I think things will be fine. You know, and you'd get criticized, but you know would be the first guy to stand up to sit would be Tom Thibodeau going, hey, I sat Kemba Walker down. Nobody was mad at me. Hey, you could do the same thing and sit Russell Westbrook down. <laughs> exactly. But don't worry, I won't pull a Tibbs. I won't be playing LeBron 48 minutes, 37 years old. Like, I'll be conservative here. Game 62, he is burnt out. <laughs> you know, Medina, it's what he likes to see. He just rides his starters and plays them all kinds of minutes, man. Doesn't trust his bench. All right, so uh, tonight... Uh, the Celtics turn a close game into a rout by halftime. The Heat can't get anything going in the second half. I, I look at it this way, Mark. Not, not every 1-1 series or 2-0 series is the same because I, if I'm the Heat, I look at game one where, hey, we did things pretty well, but the Celtics didn't have Marcus Smart, didn't have Al Horford. Here they are in game two. All they did was get their guys back, and they just beat the crap out of us, and this wasn't even close. I'm really concerned if I'm Eric Spolster going to Boston now. Yeah, and I think on top of that, when you look at that game one win, not only did the Celtics not have Marcus Smart and Al Horford, but Jimmy Butler had to drop 41 points for them to win by 11. And look, um, you know, the Heat are dealing with their own injuries. They didn't have Kyle Lowry for the first two games. P.J. Tucker missed part of game two because of a left knee contusion. But, you know, I think when you're looking at both teams, both are expected to have, you know, better reinforcements to be able to count for injuries. But I think when you compare and contrast, Miami laid an egg much worse in Game 2 than Boston did in Game 1. I think that this is going to be a competitive series from here on out. Both teams are very resilient. But it is very head-scratching, should be troubling, that you know, they were blown right out of the gate from the jump, um, and they didn't really have much to show for it. Yeah, the offensive efficiency from the Celtics in that first half about as uh, crisp as it gets. And all shots were falling, right? Something that didn't happen in game one, as you alluded to, saying, well, you, you only lost by 11, even though you had a lid over the basket for much of a game. So uh, this is where Spolstra and Coach Pat, as everybody calls him, Mark, uh, they're going to have to earn their money in Boston. Yeah, and, and I think with Miami, I mean, look, I'm, I'm a believer of heat culture. I don't think it's just a cliche. They have a lot of you know, good role players. But, you know, when I'm looking at this series, it's Jimmy Butler and a lot of decent parts, but there hasn't been a second guy that's emerged. And that person should be Bam Adebayo with, you know, getting more shots, having a bigger, you know, defensive presence. I voted him defensive player of the year over Marcus Smart. And, you know, he's making me look foolish here because Marcus Smart showed in one game after being out that he's ready to fire on all cylinders where he was a, you know, like for was for most of this season, the straw that stirred the camel's drink with getting them to have this really good defensive identity. But on offense, really, you know, making sure that's not just on Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to both play, make, and make shots. So, yeah, the Jimmy Butler needs help, and while there are a lot of good role players, you know, a la Tyler Hero, Bam Adebayo's got to live up to, you know, who he is as an all-star and Olympian. 
Now, I, I want to go back. I think you just made up a new phrase, the straw that stirs the camel's drink. I don't know that I've ever heard that before. Oh, I, I think it's like a well-worn that. cliche, but I'll, I'll <laughs> act like it was original. <laughs> well, and the other thing, too, is I, I see where you're coming from, but, but you're all good because Bam Adebayo didn't play tonight. I didn't see him on the call oh, too soon. Too soon for Bam Adebayo. All right. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Here's the thing. I'll, I'll forgive Kyle Lowry and P.J. Tucker. They weren't literally on the court. Bam out of bio. He had a milk carton. <laughs> All right, so complete the phrase for me now. The Heat can keep this a series if they what? What's your fill in the blank? The Heat can keep this a series if they what? Um, I think if they have another dependable uh, second option, again, Bam, and they ratchet up defensively. Look, the Boston Celtics, they were able to bounce back from game one as well as bounce back from a turbulent first half of the regular season for one primary reason. It's because they're an amazing defensive team. That's really what has been their identity. Uh, they lacked in the first half of the year. It resulted in them, you know, not only giving up a lot of points, but, you know, just not really having a well-run offense, an offense just that would kind of go through the motions. And here, you know, they're getting after it and limiting teams to score really showing that kind of customary 80 Celtics kind of basketball with, you know, having a grinded out mentality, but it's really allowed them to push the pace and get easy baskets and transition and offense. So Miami is very capable of doing that. They pride themselves on having a similar identity and they just get out. They just have to go out and do it. I, I trust that they can, but I think the added challenge is, you know, now Boston's a lot healthier moving forward. Number one and number two, it's tough to win on the road in a, in a, a hostile environment at the Garden in Boston. So uh, they'll have their work cut out for them. Mark Medina, our guest here, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Arm and Fox Sports Radio, NBA writer for NBA.com. Uh, he's a friend of the show, been with us uh, many a year. Uh, Mark G underscore Medina, M E D. I-N-A, how you spell the surname. Uh, find him on Twitter for all his latest. Let's switch to the other series. Clay Thompson with a big game. Steph Curry after a slow start. I mean, Clay Thompson a big second half, I should say. Uh, likewise, Steph Curry. Uh, once it got to the third quarter, suddenly the shot started falling, and Dallas with no answer. Luka now looks like he's been savaged by Wolverine across the face. Uh, how and if you know the Mavericks response how can they possibly uh after that beatdown in in game one well look um you know underestimate Dallas at your own peril Phoenix certainly did and they paid the consequence I think that the Warriors are a much different team I don't think that they um are going to repeat the Suns mistakes even when they shut down Luka Doncic you know Steve Kerr was saying we're under no illusion that we figured anything out so I think you know, what's going to happen moving forward is, you know, Luka's going to hit more shots, but they're also going to try to get guys involved. But here's the challenge. This is what the Warriors did so effectively in game one. They had Andrew Wiggins just play Luka straight up. And, you know, he's that good of a defender. He's the one who was responsible, not Wolverine for giving, uh, you know, Luka that scratch there. And then Draymond Green was the guy who was uh, defending Jalen Brunson. And so I think going into the series, I think Dallas may have thought it would have been the way, other way around or maybe even Clay being on Luka. But, look, Clay's coming off of, uh, you know, a two-and-a-half-year absence. And while I do think he's still – a great defensive player, I think that they're just mindful of not overexerting. Uh, I think the dangerous thing is that while I trust that Jason Kidd will make adjustments with the Mavericks and they'll hit more shots, the Warriors have their own adjustments in their back pocket.
pocket that they can make as far as maybe they don't go single coverage on Luca, they just throw multiple bodies, maybe change assignments, and also maybe try to test Luca out on the defensive end where they're running pick and rolls. They didn't do that at all in game one because it goes against the Warriors' philosophy of, hey, let's just pass the ball, get open shots, get everyone involved. But, you know, if Dallas course corrects, makes necessary adjustments, I anticipate that the Warriors will have those things that they can count on as counter moves. Mark, you covered the Warriors for a long time, and and seeing them make the, the bounce back this year has been really impressive. I see the Warriors as a team, instead of, hey, maybe this is the new jump start to the dynasty, they fear... I look at it as they figured things out for this year. And and this is maybe, hey, this is our chance to squeeze out one more championship before everybody gets too old. Because, look, next year, Steph is going to be 35. Clay's going to be 33. He's an old 33. Draymond Green's 33. And as we see, younger teams that are active defensively really give Clay and Steph problems. They, they couldn't get their shots like they wanted to against Memphis. And, look, Memphis being without John Morant is a really, really big deal. Um, do you see it? the same way or do you see hey the Warriors figured it out now this is this beginning of the next iteration of them I I see a a subtle shift in between and I hate to be the guy that's like oh like look at it down the middle but I think in this case it applies look the Warriors aren't the dynasty of the past years uh, before that dynasty team also had Kevin Durant and Kevin Durant uh, is not leaving Brooklyn to come back to the Warriors, even if he wanted to. There's no cap space. But I don't think that their championship window is only this season. Sure, you know, all the, the trio uh, and guys are in their mid-30s, but, you know, there's still a few years left for them. Maybe it's Andre Iguodala's last year. I wouldn't be surprised. But Steph, Clay, and Draymond still have a few more years. And then the other underrated part is the Warriors have really tried to thread the needle of you know leaning on their championship core while developing young players on the fly and while I will not mistake guys like Jordan Poole and Jonathan Kaminga as franchise altering players they have shown that you know they can be good players moving forward I don't know exactly what their ceiling is, but when you talk to people with the Warriors, you know, they're anticipating that they'll be all-star caliber players at some point. So here is where I think the challenge lies. Say, just hypothetically, you give Steph, Clay, Draymond three more years, four more years. By at that point, is Jordan Poole and Kaminga all-stars yet, or are they just, hey, really good role, uh, really good young players that are role players, but nothing else? So uh, with all that said, their championship window I give for at least the next two seasons, but it's not this feeling of inevitability as it was during the dynasty years. The, the Warriors are a contending team, but so are you know another handful of other teams in the NBA, and that's, I think, what partly makes – this current playoffs are very compelling and exciting. You can find him on Twitter at Mark G underscore Medina, NBA.com insider reporter. Uh, again, Mark G underscore Medina and with us throughout the NBA playoffs. And I'm polish that answer. When you talk to Rob Palinka, that's going to be the winner. I'm telling you, Mark, that's yeah. your winner. I got to leave this with a question of my own. I mean, what are your sources saying? What are my chances of getting that job? He just went really through the roof. Oh, right yeah. There. You know, we're not going to say you're a long shot like Steph Curry was trying to claim yesterday. You know, oh. Nobody was giving the Warriors any chance. We give you a chance. 
here on Fox Sports Radio, Mark. Well, with that fingers answer. crossed I don't screw it up. All right. <laughs> Just text back the picture of the empty chair that has, uh, uh, you know, the picture of Russell Westbrook, you know, taped to it like you're going to an award show. This is what I do with him. I'm sure that'll really go over well with the bosses. <laughs> <laughs> take it easy, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Take care, guys. See you, Mark. Uh, there goes Mark Medina. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Mike check. Mike check. If you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game, what's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real... I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move. And tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. 
Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. With prices soaring at the pump, Discover's got your back with cash back. Use Discover to earn 5% cash back at gas stations and Target now through June on up to $1,500 in purchases when you activate. Learn more at discover.com slash rewards limitations. They do apply. We'll have more from the night in the NBA coming up in about 10 minutes, but day one of the PGA Championship, Tiger Woods not uh, in contention right now. Eight strokes off the lead. Rory McIlroy's got the lead. He's feeling good. We'll get into the John Daly challenge coming up next hour again. But uh, the big story today, Mike, hanging over the PGA Championship was the fact that Phil Mickelson wasn't there. He's a cloud that's been hanging over the PGA Tour for the past few months, ever since his thoughts on jumping to a rival golf league uh, run by a, a, a Saudi Arabia uh, because he's upset with how things are going on the PGA Tour and this new league promises more money. It's a big world thing. Greg Norman is involved. And his comments and his desire to potentially jump have not made him very popular with the PGA Tour. You know, a book was going to come out and this was unauthorized of, of what Phil Mickelson said about the PGA Tour and about why he would jump to this rival tour. And everywhere you go the last couple of months, it's been Phil Mickelson. Is he going to play? Is he not? He's backed out of all the tournaments because this is a rough time for him now. Um, but I look at this story and I go, this is like the most overblown topic. You know, I mean, I, I, I get that it, it is something in golf because anytime there's something with even a little bit of traction that doesn't involve Tiger Woods, it gets run like the Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau uh, feud that was hot and heavy last year because the one topic that didn't involve Tiger Woods. Right. So this is a topic doesn't involve Tiger Woods. But here's the thing. People aren't dying to see Phil Mickelson play. Right. He's not Tiger. Like I said, he's not Tiger Woods. If he wants to go, go. The show goes on. People will still watch the PGA Tour. People are still going to play in the PGA Tour. It's like college basketball players going to the NBA. I want to find a way to not go to college and do a year as an internship and then go to the NBA like Darius Baisley or, or someone like that. And, you know, okay, you know what? The show goes on. And, and there's going to be college basketball. You don't want to play. That's great. Go do your thing. Um, no one's going to leave the PGA Tour for a big unknown in, in, in big numbers because – when it comes down to it, people get nervous. And I know there's a lot of golf. Oh, I'd love to go to this tour. I'd love to go to this tour. Are you really going to go? Because the PGA Tour has said, if you want to go, go. You're not coming back here. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, PGA Tour is kind of doing fine. Purses are huge now. They're up to $500 million over the course of the year. And they've been going up for years. PGA Tour is a pretty good tour. You're unhappy and want to go. Go. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, they, they talk about Phil Mickelson and, and Rory and Tiger. Everybody's talked about it. I'm like... 
if he wants to go, let him go. It, it's it's really not that big a story. Everybody else is going to stay because it's the bleeping PGA Tour. Uh, you think someone's gonna, suddenly this is going to cut into it? It's not. He's one guy. If he's going to go, let him go. It was a story uh, of, of uh, what was it, the – Fire Pit Collective is what it's called. Jack Nicholas, quote, I was offered something in excess of $100 million by the Saudis to go do the job similar to the one that Norman's doing. I turned it down. Once verbally, once in writing. I said, guys, I have to stay with the PGA Tour. I helped start the PGA Tour. So, <laughs> I mean, it is a guy that designed, like his company designs golf courses, obviously, apparel, the name, the, the all of that. He's the, the legend. And so I was like, all right, yeah, money is, is fine. If you want to go chase it, go ahead. I'm not doing it. For Phil Mickelson, obviously, this is exacerbated this time because he was he won the PGA Championship, so he's not there. Uh, you got a lot of folks going on record, which normally you'd get the anonymous golfer here, there, whatever. Nah, every one of them. It's like, you know what? It's better he's not here. We don't need the distraction. We can celebrate the guys that are here and ready to compete. And you talked about purses. You talked about overall prizing, branding, all of those things rising year over year. I mean, think about the living guys make finishing in the 60s and 70s. And I don't mean shooting in the 60s and 70s, obviously. I'm talking guys that barely make the cut and finish off quietly on a Sunday afternoon. You make a really nice living on the PGA Tour. Not diminishing your skill at all, but you don't even have to compete for a top 10 finish. And there's still a lot of money and nice careers to be had. With the Saudi Association, obviously, Mickelson had some thoughts and some words that I'm not even going to dignify by putting on air here, uh, as, as well as some of the other opinions from others that have jumped in. But if you're just looking for the payday, then you, you probably have some other things you need to clean up. Uh, that's making you go chase it because you've all been served pretty well on this tour for 20, 30 plus years. Yeah, I get that you've been doing it for a while and you're getting money. And here's suddenly the promises of untold riches. Oh, when it comes down to it, everybody's going to get sweaty palms and go, am I really going to get rich? Is it really worth leaving the PGA Tour for? It's 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 what all of us do when it comes to, do I really want to take this job? I have a pretty good job here that I like. I get raises. Do I want to take this job with this brand new internet company that's starting up? It's promising me all this money, but who knows how long it's going to be around for? People are always going to hesitate, and in the end, it's not going to be a big threat. But if Mickelson well, your wants answer, to go, you got a lot of questions about who's built it. Exactly. Exactly. Right? Who are you getting into business with? Uh, you know, we got more on this and more on the big win by the Celtics coming up in the NBA playoffs. The biggest thing to know coming off tonight, coming up next right here. Jason and Mike, this is Fox. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. 
This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, And I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.